I don't let her lick my face. <laughs> that you'll be so like, happy. No, I and, will not. And I can paw all over <laughs> you. Like, is that, like, I feel like I just got a big insight yeah. of what I'm allowed to do. Because I feel I'm like I'm eating my I... words right now. No, that is not what I said. <laughs> Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And this week we're going to be talking about our friendship within marriage. Mm-hmm. Often it's friendship that brings us together, but in the busyness of life, it's so easy to let that slide. Mm-hmm. So we want to focus on that today. But before we do that, we wanted to briefly share about Family Life Canada's weekend getaway marriage conferences. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Our our day job outside of the podcast <laughs> is being regional directors of Saskatchewan with Family Life Canada. And we're currently in our weekend getaway marriage conference season. That's right. And really, if you don't know this, a weekend getaway, it's a marriage conference uniquely designed to enrich your relationship. Wherever you're at in your relationship, this retreat is a weekend. It's really a weekend to remember. The atmosphere is relaxed. Uh, it'll be warm and fun. You'll hear from real couples doing real life together, uh, doing it God's way, and you'll be given time to process what you're learning throughout the weekend. And together, you'll make a plan for a marriage that lasts a lifetime. So if you're interested and want to know more information about our weekend getaways, uh, the locations, how to register, head on over to familylifecanada.com and then click on find an event and you'll see all of them listed there. Yeah, we absolutely love we these conferences and not just because we speak at them <laughs> and, are, and are part of them, <laughs> right, right. but they, they actually give couples a breath of fresh air for their marriages. It gives hope and, and tools to help grow their marriage and get God back at the center of marriage. Mm-hmm. So enough about that. We have been waiting to hear (laughs) about your spiritual retreat and how that went for you. Yeah, no, it went, it went really, really good. And I did also mention last time on the podcast that I wouldn't make you wait a whole week to hear about it. And And you didn't. Just to clarify, I didn't, (laughs) I I did tell you about it, but uh, we did say that we'd kind of let everyone know how my week went or my day and a half kind of thing went. Uh, It was awesome. One of the things that I knew going in was it was going to be hard to be silent. And sure enough, in my head, it was hard. I had to keep telling myself to be silent, to slow down, to take that time, to be in the moment, to enjoy that moment, which I did. And it was so much actually fun hmm. to be silent. And, and I'm thankful that we were able to do it in a cabin. But one of the things that while well, I was thinking about it after was I'd love to do a, a wilderness one and go backpacking somewhere oh, on fun. my own, setting up a tent and really doing one that way. We'll see. But uh, also at the cool. same time, it was just a lot easier to make coffee That's at the true. cabin <laughs> than it would be to make it on a fire all yeah, the time. It's a lot more work if you're <laughs> out in the bush somewhere. Yeah, yeah. No. So it was really great. It was yeah. really great. Uh, I, I brought my Bible and my journal in the same book that you had brought, The Sheltering Mercy. And a few things that really stood out to me, uh, I read it in the story of Abraham and God says this to Abraham, I'll make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse you and all 
all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. And I wrote in my journal just what a promise that is. And now we know the whole story of Abraham and and we have it recorded in scripture of what takes place, but Abraham doesn't. And I love looking at the Old Testament stories. I love looking at all of the stories in scripture and trying to take it from the perspective like I don't know the ending yet. Yeah. I read it like I don't know what's going to happen. And so every time it's like this like new exciting like what? How how that happened? How that <laughs> what's going on? And and I try to put myself in the shoes of the people that are living it in that day, in that culture, in that time frame. And it just brings it to to this like how did I wonder how often did Abraham review that promise mm-hmm. that God gave him over and over again in his story and as you read his story and what goes on in his life and the different trials that he faces and poor decisions that he makes and the unknowns that he faces, how often did he look back at that promise of what God had spoken to him. So that was one thing that stood out to me. So good. And then another one that really stood out to me was it's from that same book that you shared, The Sheltering Mercy. In chapter four, there was this prayer written there. It says, you, Lord, are my joy, not the blessings of your hand, the innumerable gifts of your grace, but you and you alone. And I sat there wondering, do I have that same joy in just who God is? Yeah. Not out of the blessings that he's done, not out of the things that he's done in, in our lives and in our marriage and in our kids' lives, nothing except for the fact of who he is. And do I walk in that joy? So those are two of many things that really, really stood out to me during my time away. That's awesome. Yeah, well, yeah. thanks for sharing. And uh, yeah, it is something we definitely encourage people to do if there is some way that you can do it. We're definitely going to do it again because it was just such a rich time of connecting and focusing on God and Mm -hmm. and our spiritual life. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, I would definitely do it again. Uh, Looking forward to do it again. Yeah. And this time, though, uh, I will bring music. It, yeah, uh, I, I not going to be silent this no, time. No, no, I enjoyed the silence, but uh, I will, I will bring. I think music it will be part of my list of things that I have on the next one that I go on. So nice. So, so that's a quick update. That's how my spiritual retreat went, and just the learnings. Those are a few things that stood out to me, and it was. Uh, I can't wait to do it again. So now I want to jump into friendship, hey, yeah. and, and talk about really what does friendship kind of do in marriage, and why is this important. And really where this comes from, actually, we were talking with a couple that we mentor. And before we got into the the session with them, we asked them how they're doing. And they both responded with, well, you know, we're friends again now. (laughs) And this got us thinking really about how important friendship is. And so here we are today. We want to talk about friendship and just the importance of the friendship in marriage. Yeah. And like we said at the beginning, usually it's friendship that brings us together. Um, Usually it's more than just friendship. There's a spark. There's a connection. There is something that we really admire or value about the other person, their character, their morals, those kinds of things. But friendship is a really big piece of that and it can slide but what we've found in our own relationship is when our friendship is good Mm. it just it keeps the gears moving on the whole relationship that's right yeah Yeah, yeah. think of it like when it's not working well it's kind of like a squeaky bike chain and you know you're riding this is like you're still moving and you're still getting to where you need to get to right but it's just loud and annoying and (laughs) not as enjoyable yeah yeah but you put some grease on there and the chain moves better there's not as much 
noise and things are just a little bit easier and smoother to get through. And really that's what friendship can be like in marriage is that that grease that goes on that chain and helps us to move through. I love that's such a great analogy that yeah. you're alluding to there for sure. Yeah, no, and it's just that that closeness. Mm-hmm. Right. When when there's a difference, when there is a a good, deep friendship, you feel close. There's a deeper knowing Mm -hmm. of one another. Mm -hmm. Right. It it feeds into the oneness Mm -hmm. in our relationship. Totally. Yeah. 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 Totally feeds into the oneness, uh, brings joy and fun, uh, laughter, which I don't know about anyone out there, but I love laughing. You love laughing. I do. Well, the saying laughter is good medicine. It's true. You just, you feel better. It releases wonderful, uh, I think it's endorphins that just lighten up your mood and make you feel better. Yeah. I like it when, when you get like really, really tired and then something (laughs) funny happens and like you just laugh uncontrollably. That's the best when you laugh so hard that your face hurts and your stomach hurts because you just had such a good laugh. I love that. Totally. And I love doing that. If anyone's looking for something that makes you laugh, Matt Falk always makes us laugh on YouTube. He's a really funny comedian that we enjoy. He's very sarcastic, but yeah, yeah. uh, he's really funny. But he has funny stories and makes us laugh all the time. So if you're looking for something that's funny, he is a good one that we really, really enjoy. Yeah. Another Uh, one is... uh, America's Funniest Home Videos, Mm. especially when the fails, when people are falling off of things or running into walls or, you know, stuff like that. Oh, I don't know. To me, it just is so funny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is true. And another thing that really friendship really helps with is that it helps us to feel like we're on the same team. Yes. And in marriage, when we can acknowledge that we're on the same team, we can just face things a lot better, a lot easier. It doesn't mean that we still won't have conflict, that we still won't have things that are hard to go through. But boy, when the friendship is strong, we really know that there's someone there with us walking that journey. We're facing it as a team. And that then also feeds into the friendship. Yes. Right? Uh, the, The teamwork. And you know what? This doesn't even have to be in conflict. I know I use the word conflict conflict there, but being on the same team in terms of how we raise our kids, being on the same team in cleaning the house, in just chores in general. Yeah, the everyday stuff of marriage and life that has to be done. Right. Right, when we're on the same team. And that doesn't mean that we're doing the same thing. Right. Right, we can divide up the work, you know, and, and be collaborative. Right. But it's that sense of we're in this together. Yeah. Right, and... The, the opposite of that is sometimes, especially when there's a lot of hurt, when there's a lot of drift, you can feel like enemies, mm. right? And then everything is just so much harder. Mm-hmm. And so remembering that we're on the same team, we're friends, we're mm-hmm. in this together, working towards a common goal, mm-hmm. it just makes such a difference even in the mindset and the outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. So those are some of the things that like why it's important in our marriage. How do we how do we grow it? How do we foster it? How do we water it to use a gardening analogy or whatever uh, that we can do? But I believe that there are things and we've done this in our marriage, too. And we'll share some stories here uh, of how we have grown our friendship and and moved in this area because it is so important. So let's talk about how do we grow friendship? For me, the first thing is, honestly, it's the aroma. 
Mm. It's the attitudes of the people. And if that's in a good space, if it's warm and welcoming and gentle and lighthearted, then I can feel like, oh, you're you're on my team. You're not against me. Right. Uh, you're safe. Right. And so then it's a lot easier to whatever we're doing to work on that friendship piece, whether it's working together mm. or doing something fun together. If that warmth mm. in the aroma and the atmosphere, if that is there, then to me, that makes such a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And so with the aroma being important to you, how do we have a good aroma in our relationship and in our marriage so that you can feel like we're friends as we face different things? I think honestly, it boils down to checking our attitudes, okay. right? Yeah. Like it's, am I being short and snippy or snarky? Am I being kind of flat where mm. I don't emotionally respond or connect with the other person Mm. am i engaging those kinds of things really help with Mm -hmm. the aroma if we're we're, we're making an effort Mm -hmm. to be present to be warm and kind and thoughtful Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know and going with the flow a little bit maybe it's not our idea but can we still have a good time yeah uh, with whatever is happening or if our idea isn't chosen can we still go to that activity or something and have a good time or have a good attitude is what you're saying yes which really helps then others to have a good time as well yeah which mm-hmm. isn't always easy no no not always <laughs> we've each faced situations where it's a struggle to we have. have a good attitude we have yeah and if you want to know more come to a weekend getaway yeah. we, we actually share one of the stories there where we find it difficult to have a good attitude in the situation and for once it was actually opposite where it landed on your side yes i was struggling to have a good attitude in the current situations (laughs) yeah Yeah, we have many stories of me but uh anyways come to a weekend getaway you'll you'll know more about uh, about what we're sharing right there i think one of the things that really helps me so one of those was aroma for you is really shared activities for me i love doing things and i love doing things together and this is something that we've really worked on in our relationship because there was a season where we didn't really have a lot of shared activities. Our hobbies were uh, very different. Yeah. yeah, They weren't shared. Though we were having fun, we weren't building memories together. And one of the things that we've changed in our relationship is really to look for hobbies that we can do together. Yeah. Whether that be canoeing. Uh, I keep talking about this disc golf thing right. uh, that lots of people are doing. We've kind of we've gone tried it a, a few, few times. times. Yeah. yeah. And so we're looking at hiking. We, yeah. we love to just do water hi- sports. Hi- water sports. Yeah. And so we're really looking for uh, shared activities in, in our relationship. And again, we're not saying, and I think you've alluded to this earlier in the podcast, that we're not saying that you have to do everything together. No. But for us, we've just really worked really hard to find shared activities, which has really helped then to grow our friendship, which has really helped then to feed into our closeness and our oneness and our laughter and our fun and our shared memories. So when we're sitting around sharing memories, we're both in the story. Yeah. Right. And it's not like, oh, this is my memory with these people. And then you're sharing, well, this is what I did. And again, if that's working in other people's relationships, that's awesome. And keep growing those things for us, shared activities has really been one thing that's really helped us grow our friendship through over the years. Yeah. And I think I think everyone needs a mix of both, mm. right? Like we, we, we need to have friends outside of the marriage. That's important. Mm-hmm. But also to have that friendship within the marriage and those shared memories and activities together. Right. I think it's so important that you have both. It can't just be one or the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we can have shared activities with our kids. Now, this one yes. can be a little 
tricky to to say the least because <laughs> you know we have three kids and they are in different activities they're and in, they're very different personalities right they're very different personalities which means that if we're going to have a shared activity with them it's going to look different mm-hmm. and we're going to have to lean into that this actually reminds us you know as we share that there's an article um, about a mom who was trying to connect with her her kids her yeah. teenagers well, adults actually oh, as adult okay signs. okay her adult sons and the way that she did that was to find out what her adult sons were into which was mechanics and sports and so she went and ordered a subscription to mechanics magazines and sports magazines so then she could engage them <laughs> yeah. in conversation in their realm yes. in where they run and what they're into she had no interest in learning to be a mechanic or or those things but yeah, she had a sports. huge interest into her son's lives and that was an avenue that she was able to connect with them and so yeah find out what our kids are into and it could be different than what we're into but is there a way that we can meet them at that level or engage them where they're at yeah and- being intentional mm-hmm. right to make that investment to put in the effort to connect mm-hmm. something we did this summer which was a lot of fun is we we did a staycation at home and um, we had each the kids plan an activity over the weekend and we help them with it to to fit within a budget and a time frame and that kind of thing but as a family then we all went and did the activities together right and and it was like okay even if this isn't your favorite thing the expectation was we're gonna go we're gonna have a good attitude we're gonna have a good time and have fun and make the best of it and then when it's your activity everybody else is gonna do the same thing and we had so much fun and it was a great weekend i think it's gonna be a yearly thing that we do our kids already talk about wanting to do it again like they're already when are we planning that again so totally this is going to be a yeah but that was building the friendship within our family and the members as a group in our family that's right and every activity was different we yes. had five different activities over the course of four days or whatever it was. But, yeah. Uh, it was so much fun. So shared activities. That's one thing that's really helped us grow yep. our friendship. Another one for us has been serving together. Yeah. Yeah. Serving uh, in our church mm-hmm. has definitely been something volunteering together. There's just something when, when we're coming alongside each other, serving others. Yeah. There's the interactions with the other people that you're with. And then also seeing that servant heart in your spouse or in your kids and seeing them minister to other people it, there's just something really special about that and again you're creating memories that yep. are shared and it's a wonderful thing and it's even on a spiritual level level because we're we're called to mm. serve mm. as Christ followers and so this is another one that not only builds the friendship but it also helps us to grow spiritually mm-hmm. yeah there are times where we're serving together and I'll be at one section of the room and you're at another and I look across the room and I'm just like that's my wife this is so cool that we're doing this together (laughs) serving together has been growing that friendship in our relationship as well for others there could be like little actions or inside jokes that we have those are fun yeah those those are fun uh sophie and i have a little kind of a little routine that we've started over the last little i would say maybe three weeks uh every day we have a verse that we share together it's the same bible verse from psalms uh this is the day that the lord has made i will rejoice and be glad in it Mm -hmm. and we take turns like saying the four words back and forth and it's just a reminder for us to enjoy the day that's ahead it's something it's just a little fun banter that Sophie and I have together and we continue to do it you know what that little action sometimes I think we think that to grow friendship it has to be like these big grand 
Ticketmasters right. or these yeah. big events or the shared activities. But this is actually a shared activity between Sophie and I. Yeah. This little action and it's growing the friendship with our lives together, which then really enables us to connect with our kids at a deeper level. Same with as the lady was sharing about the mechanics magazine and the sports magazine. When we can become friends and, and deep friends with our kids, we really are as they get older are really able to be part of their lives even on a deeper level because they value our feedback they value our opinion yes. because we've invested into their life where they're at constantly yeah. and so and we're not saying as parents like if, if we're pursuing a friendship with our kids that we're not also the authority figure and we're not disciplining those all have to be there together at yeah, the same time right but these friendship points it's almost if you imagine it's like connecting ourselves together it's like mm -hmm. threads be sewing us together mm. through different experiences different words right sharing the bible verse where mm -hmm. you each have a part and saying it back and forth it's kind of just sewing us all together in that relationship and it's a connection point which mm -hmm. is really it's beautiful and it helps us to stay together mm -hmm. when times are hard but also when times are really good mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so little actions inside jokes the way we say hello and goodbye to each other yeah. all these things so, really help i'm not good at that the hellos and goodbyes well I you are with our dog <laughs> Well, that's because the dog is just like always like so excited to see you. And so like you just mimic it. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm okay. happy to see you too. So what I just heard then is that when you come home, if I just come rushing to the door and start licking <laughs> your face that I you'll... don't let her lick my face. <laughs> That you'll be so was, happy. No, I and, will not. And I can paw all over <laughs> you. Like, is that like, I feel like I just got a big insight yeah. of what I'm allowed to do. Because I feel I'm like I'm eating if my I... words right now. No, that is not what I said. We need to do some clarifying there. <laughs> oh, well, I tried. I yes, tried. I... I need to work on better hellos and goodbyes. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I thought you're encouraging me to. Uh, to act like our dog? No, definitely okay. not. Oh, that's too bad because I could have had a lot of fun yeah. mo moving with that. I so. could see you just taking that to the extreme there. <laughs> Anyways, um, something else. When when we look at the Bible, there's different characters. Like if we think about David and Jonathan and the friendship that they had, they were brothers-in-law because David had married Jonathan's sister, but they were always seeking each other's best. Mm, it mm -hmm. wasn't about them and them getting ahead or worrying about what they might be missing. It was about seeking the best for mm, each other. And right. so in marriage, if we can have that attitude of, I want the very best for you, mm. um, that can make such a huge difference in our friendship and celebrating together, right? Like the Bible talks about being able to enjoy the everyday mundane things of life, yeah. eating and drinking and finding satisfaction in the work that we have been given and mm -hmm. that that's a gift of God, mm -hmm. right? It also talks about there's a time to weep and a time to laugh and a time to mourn and a time to dance. Right. And so if we can join each other in those times, because life is full of ups and downs and mountaintops and valleys. Yep. And so if we can join each other in that, because sometimes if, especially if we don't get it, hmm. it's easy to just judge our spouse totally. and, um, and instead of being there and meeting them where they're at, mm. we're, you know, pointing a finger or saying, just get over it mm -hmm. or 
or why are you having a good time when things are hard, right? Mm. It, it, instead of judging, we can join each other in that. Yeah. And I think one of the questions that would help with that, maybe not that specifically, but just questions in this in general is why is this important to you? Or help me understand like what's going on. Mm, yeah. uh, so you talked about like judging our spouse and a lot of that can come from probably a misunderstanding that we can just ask for clarification or what do they mean by that or and then we're having the same conversation that's taking place and this reminds like I just had this conversation with a gentleman at church and he used a word he he said I want to know what's wrong with that and we kind of talked about a situation and before I jumped on the word wrong I, I asked for clarification and what he really meant was, I'm just really seeking more understanding of why a decision was made. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I just wanted to know more of the understanding. And so by me pausing and just asking the question of, what do you mean by the word wrong when you use that in yeah. the sentence? I was then able to actually have a way different conversation with him than if I just would have went with the word wrong and the meaning of what the word wrong means kind right. of thing. Because our heads fill in the blanks. Totally different. Right, somebody says something and our head goes wherever it goes and theirs might be going a totally different direction. That's right, which it was. Right, and so then if we don't clarify... Yeah. We just, it's yeah. not a productive conversation. Right. And the reason why I went with the one at the church is because, I mean, we always are understanding each other so well right. that we don't have any of these things. <laughs> right. Yes. Completely get each other all the time. <laughs> yeah. So again, those asking that clarifying question or help me understand, what do you mean by that? Those things can really help us in, in the a time to weep, a time to laugh, because if our spouse is hurting and the other one isn't, it's like, don't you understand the magnitude of what's happening? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I do, but I'm expressing it differently. Or I have already grieved through that process. Or uh, this is how I move on or how yeah. I... Or it's not affecting me the same. Or it's just not affecting me the same. Yeah. And, and it could be okay with that. Yeah, but I'm here to support you and be with you. And and that doesn't mean that we're, we just follow our feelings wherever we go because mm -hmm. that's not helpful at all. Right. But it's validating each other and being there to support each other and join each other mm -hmm. in life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so those are, you know, some of the few things that have helped us grow our friendship, uh, the way that others have helped grow their friendship. And really, again, just the reason why this is so important is because it really is part of the grease that really helps the relationship moving around. Think of it this way. As we were thinking of this concept of friendship, I started thinking back to the years when our relationship wasn't very strong and there wasn't a lot of friendship and coming home from work there wasn't a lot of excitement because it's like right. we weren't friends yeah uh very close friends i guess is well I, yeah not at all friends i would say probably oh, <laughs> in yeah. certain seasons yeah it's for sure in certain seasons Whereas now, like coming home, I'm like, I'm excited and to be home and to have these shared activities and you're excited. And now that I know that I can, you know, paw you like the dog and <laughs> <No>. uh, oh, <laughs> again, we need to clarify that. <laughs> 
but but why I'm alluding to this is when the friendship is strong, we're excited to see each other. Uh, we're excited to be with each other. We're excited to go do things together. It may not be something we enjoy, but because it's with the person that we want to be with, we will enjoy it or we'll enjoy being in the in their presence. And that's why friendship, I think, is is so important to the relationship and over the years unfortunately whether it be familiarity or proximity or all these different things history Mm -hmm. our friendship over time the foundation of it just gets eroded uh, like one chisel hit at a time and if there are ways that we can repatch that and just build such a strong foundation of friendship in our relationship wow that just brings so much health and hope and we can face things and um, for us I think another thing that really helped us in our friendship is our spiritual journey oh for sure our spiritual walk with christ personally and then really our spiritual walk as a couple and we know in a busy season where unfortunately we don't have as much time to read the bible together and pray that affects our friendship well it does for sure well it affects the attitude and the aroma which then affects the friendship and yeah it's uh yeah, it's very evident when it's like, oh, things are kind of off with God and then things start to become off with us. Right, totally. And so spiritual, our spiritual journey has been a huge factor in our friendship yeah. uh, moving forward with those things. So that's a little bit on friendship that we wanted to cover today with all the conversations that we have and all the podcasts that we do. We hope that they're thought provoking and we hope that they will uh, have you really process friendship in your relationship relationship, friendship with your children. And so we want to end here with those with some questions for everyone to think through, which is, how is the friendship Mm -hmm. in your marriage? You know, how is the friendship with your children? Uh, What are things that help grow your friendship in your marriage with your children and and those things maybe it's something you've thought about maybe it's uh, a conversation to have around the dinner table mm-hmm. of and we've had that like how can we be better friends as a family what helps to build the friendship root and what what causes friendship to grow in your life we've had those conversations with our kids yep. and then we do those things yeah so we can be intentional so we can be intentional with that so that's something to think about we hope that uh, it lands out there and it is thought provoking uh, we know that when our friendship is good our marriage is stronger yes. that is just a fact that we've experienced in our life and, and oh, yeah. let me say that again we know when our friendship is good that our marriage is stronger and we hope that from this podcast that your friendship in your marriage with your kids and other relationships will grow which thus makes your marriage stronger as well so we always want to say thank you for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week bye bye